You're listening to the What the Chuck Podcast with Megan Rage. Legit, so annoyed at Brett. I knew that I had, I mean, Tuesdays are my busy days. I just, I'm back in the saddle again as far as the Peloton. So my, I'm just trying to manage my time, right? I was going to wake up this morning and do a Peloton. My alarm goes off at 7.02. I hear Brett in the backyard. And so I think, okay, I'll just turn my alarm off. And when he comes back upstairs, it'll wake me up and then I'll get on the bike. Well, newsflash, he didn't come upstairs. He was taking Benny on a walk. So I wake up at 7.25 and it's too late at that point. So I just took a shower and got ready. And then I worked and then my calls went later than 4.30. So the plan was to do my podcast, to do my radio show, to have dinner, then to take Benny to the dog park. But last night, we were doing the most. Dinner, radio shows, all the things, Pelotons. And we didn't sit down until 8.30 at night. And then we normally go to bed at 9. So Brett was like, I don't want to have another night like that. He was like, so why don't I just take Benny to the dog park and you can do your radio show and your podcast? And I'm like, oh, but I want to take Benny to the dog park. Like, I enjoy taking him and especially now because he's just like I don't know bigger and just I don't know more fun and just you know morphing into his own little person dog whatever and so I really wanted to go and Brett was like well there's just not enough hours in the day and you need to switch your podcast day when your work schedule changes and I was like no I don't want to do that because like I said on last week's episode if I change it to record my podcast on Wednesdays I also record a radio show on Sundays, so that means I have no days off, and that's just not how I'm trying to live my life. So anyways, Brett went to the dog park so I could do all my stuff. That way, when he gets back, we can have dinner, and then we can chill out for a little bit before we go to bed. Well, he's sending me all these videos from the po- from the dog park. That asshole just said, you would love it here. Yeah, Brett, I know. I wanted to go. I was really upset. And then I told Brett... He start, so I took Benny to the dog park this weekend on Sunday for a whole hour. There was really great dogs there, two other Labradoodles. Benny was having the time of his life, but he is just a real big butthole sniffer, and dogs don't like that. And also, he was trying to hump the girl dog named Mamba. So I was like, Benny, get off. He wouldn't get off, so we finally had to leave. So I just said to Brett, make sure he's not humping any dogs. And Brett was like, it's got nothing to do with me. I said, no, Brett, it has everything to do with you. Make sure he's not humping any dogs. Okay. We do not need, he's too young to be a dad. So Brett's at the dog park and I'm upset because all I was looking forward to all day today was going to the dog park with Benny. And now I'm doing this and it's not that I'm not in the mood to do this, but I just, there's just not enough hours in the day. I think that having a year off work really fucked me because I just have, well, no, that's not true. Let me, let me change what I said. I am not used to having a job where you cannot do anything else. The job that I'm at, you can, there is no time for anything else. You are only doing your job. So that means I can't show prep during my lunch breaks are only 30 minutes. I don't have enough time to do anything but eat. And then clean up and then fill my water up and get back to work. So I think that um, it's just a lot. It's a lot on my plate right now. And I have another opportunity possibly coming up. And it would just be like an additional 10 hours a week. But I'm like, how, I don't know how I would manage that. I really don't know. Because right now I just feel overwhelmed. And I don't like feeling like that at all. And the fact that I only have two more weekends left of weekends before – I start a split shift and have to work Saturdays. Oh, I can't even imagine. I am excited about getting off at 3.30, though. I feel like it's just going to open up my day to do more. My radio show can be done early. I can help with dinners or not because we really don't want me cooking dinners. 
it's just going to be a better situation when I'm off a little bit earlier. You know, I'm not going to be working until super late at night doing things like the podcast and whatnot. So, hey, how you guys doing? Uh, what are your plans for the 4th of July? Are you doing anything? Are you going anywhere? I am on a mission to find the best cocktail for 4th of July weekend. My friend Amanda's coming into town on actual 4th of July. We're having people over here and I want the same vibe as my birthday. I want a nice craft cocktail. And um, as I mentioned briefly at the beginning of this podcast, or maybe I didn't, I got on the Peloton for the first time yesterday. It was not as bad as I was expecting. My butt is so sore today, um, but I'm excited to be doing it again. And Cody Rigsby was talking about this drink, the fun and flouncy. And he said the recipe is um, rosé, frozen fruit, and diet Sprite or 7-Up. And I will not be doing diet. I would just do full fat, full sugar soda because I hate the taste of diet. But um, that is a cocktail that I am willing to try out this week before the weekend. I just want to have something that I'm sipping on that's good. Um, I was telling my friend Summers and I was telling my friend Summers and Caitlin, I was telling my friends Summer and Caitlin about this. And Summer is apparently on drink TikTok. She's not on social media anymore, but she was sending me all these good videos for different types of cocktails. So I need to try to like taste test and then figure my life out because I want to be by the pool on Sunday living my life. And then Saturday, um, England beat Germany today, I think. So they're going to be playing a soccer game on Saturday. So Brett's like, we have to be there at 9 a.m. It's a big day. So I'm kind of excited to get out of the house for a little bit on on Saturday, go watch a little soccer or not sit there with Amanda and drink some beers and not pay attention to the soccer. Well, maybe if it's exciting, but I feel like soccer is so boring. Don't at me. I mean, you could potentially watch a 90-minute game and no one could score. That's so stupid. What other sports are like that? I hate it. I hate it. It's not fun for me. But it'll be fun if they're winning. <laughs> That's always the case, right? Um, I took Benny to the vet last week for his ear situation. And I told them very openly and freely, I didn't even think twice about it, about the whole monostat thing. And she didn't even flinch when I told her. But then she called me from inside her, the doctor. She was like, I heard that you put monostat in his ears. Why? <laughs> she was like, I can just imagine you walking through the grocery store with monostat. Like, what was your explanation? I was like, well, the cashier didn't ask me if I had a yeast infection, if that's what you're asking. Um, but she said that Benny was so funny. She said that when he came into the vet... They gave him a treat and he didn't eat it. He just carried it around in his mouth and showed everyone. She's like, he is the he has the best personality. And I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> so um, they ended up giving him this treatment that they shot into his ears because he has bacteria and yeast infection. And she was like, his head can't get wet for the next month. Is that going to be OK? I know that you guys have a pool. And I was like, it's not Benny. It's Brett that we have to worry about because Brett's the one that puts him in the pool. And he wouldn't do it dead sober, but on the weekends, you know, if he's hungover or if he's like had a few drinks, he just is, has no regard to anything. So he would just throw him in the pool. So I had to call Brett and I'm like, hey, they're going to do this treatment. He can't get wet for an entire month. Do you think you're going to be able to handle that? And I, I let Brett tell me that he was going to be okay with that, even though deep down I knew that there was going to be a mishap. And boy, oh boy, this weekend, if I didn't walk into the backyard after I took Benny to the dog park and I said I needed help washing him, Brett didn't have him full blown in the little kiddie pool and luckily only the outside of his ears were wet but I was like Brett that was $70 each ear of medicine I swear to God if you're getting it wet he was like it's not wet it's not wet 
So I went over and felt it and it didn't appear that there was any water inside, but I need to monitor these people around here 24 seven, because let me tell you, if I have to pay for it again, actually, I probably wouldn't pay for it again. If this didn't, doesn't work out, I'm just going to have to go get regular eardrops. The Sheeta said that it was going to be hard for me to do it because he's such a wiggly little pup. But I think I'm going to have to, I feel like I've been going to the vet so much lately. I'm going to have to go back to the vet anyways because Chuck's eyes all gunky again. I don't know what's causing it. Obviously, the ointment that I've been using isn't working. Like it clears up for a few days and then it's gunky again. So at this point, I'm just like, okay, I've waited long enough. I feel like taking him to the vet is more stressful than anything. So I was just trying to wait it out. But I've waited long enough and now it's starting to concern me. So I guess I'm going to have to take him in. They're, they're getting real familiar with me at the pet hospital that I go to, which I love, by the way. So if anyone needs a vet mech recommendation, let me know. Um, I told you guys a couple of stories that I um, wanted to talk about in last week's podcast, but I just wasn't in the mood. So uh, you, I might have talked about this previously in another episode. Brett just texted me a picture of Benny from the dog park, and it looks really cute when it popped up on my computer, but I refuse to look at it because I don't want to be even more jealous than I already am. They've been there for so long. And the fact of the matter is, of course, the one day that I do my radio show and my podcast is going pretty smoothly so far, like I could have been done and we would have had enough time to go this evening. But Brett was like, every time that you try to rush, you make a ton of mistakes and then it sets you back. So we better, I better just take him. And then of course the opposite happens. So a while back, um, I think it was on Matt, the beginning of Matt James' season when Katie showed up with a vibrator. I'm pretty sure I talked about her and I said this radio girl that I follow posted that she actually let her borrow the dress that she wore to get out of the limo. And that was her friend, yada, yada, yada. So Katie's now the bachelorette or whatever. And this girl that I was talking about, her name's Carla Maria. And she's been on the radio with her co-host, Anthony, for a long time. Now, I'm not like super radio nerd where I know all the things about everyone's history. There are some people that are like that I just don't know everything and it's probably just because first of all I'm just not in I, I'm just not that important in radio the people that know more about them have either crossed their paths or you know worked with them and I'm just not one of those people because I've only worked in Sacramento I heard about them through my friend Amanda so here's another thing they were on the radio in Seattle with English Evan, who's now on a syndicated radio show that I believe is on 101.9 Jubal. I think that's what it is. Like I said, I don't really have all my radio people straight. I know that I, I know the people that I follow, but I do follow Carla Maria and Anthony and their little radio show. So they were fired from their station in Seattle last year. And then they started their own little like tour where they were going out to these different cities and states and they were broadcasting their own radio show on Twitch. And no one hired them yet but for years people have been like you guys have to be dating and they've always said like no we're not dating no we're not dating no we're not dating so I follow them on Instagram and it was like two weeks ago that they posted and it's a picture of Anthony and Carla Maria kissing him on the cheek saying like we have a big announcement something something well this picture I I don't I did not realize I was so invested in them because like I said I never lived in Seattle I never really listened to their show I just follow them on social media and I like their content they're cat people I like their personalities. I like the stuff that they talk about. It interests me. So they post this picture and I'm like, Amanda, holy shit, did you see this? And so we were both kind of thinking, as well as a lot of the people that commented, that this was just a tease to try to get people to listen to the show. And then they were going to pull the old bait and switch and be like, just kidding. Like, we're not really together. So the next day they get on their radio show on Twitch and they announce that they've been dating for over a fucking year. And this is follow. This is this was shocking news and exciting news to me. And I'm not 
not like a like a diehard Carla Marie and Anthony fan. I am just like an innocent bystander who happened to find them along the way and enjoys their content. So I cannot imagine the people that have been listening to them for years and years and years saying that they're compatible, saying that they should be together, um, speculating that they've been together. I cannot imagine being one of those listeners to all of a sudden have this bombshell dropped that they're actually dating and they've been dating for over a year. Like the craziest thing. I listened to their hour long Twitch episode. It took me a few days to listen over my lunch break, but it's just so fascinating to hear like them answer questions about it and just to see their demeanor with each other because I've seen other videos of them. I mean, at least I thought they weren't dating in these other videos. But now that the it was out, it almost seemed like the relationship was fresh. Like I could feel her nervous, giddy energy through the videos. And I could feel his almost like uncomfortable, nervous energy through the videos. And that's just like what I was feeling from not knowing them. But it's just been so interesting to see them now post about the things that they're allowed to post about and talk about. I'm going to put a picture of their social media up so that you can creep um, and kind of go back in their stuff because it's such an interesting story. And I've been so fascinated by it and just so interested in their relationship. And like I said, I haven't been a fan for a long time, so I can only imagine how people that have been following them forever are feeling about this relationship. It feels to me like I'm in a relationship with like someone that I've been friends with forever. And I guess the question has always been, I don't know which one of them said like, you can never just have a friend. Like there always has to be more. And so now people are saying like, see, you can never just have a friend. There always has to be something deeper, which mm, I don't really believe because I've had tons of friends that I didn't have, guy friends that I didn't have feelings for. But in this case, I feel like you could just feel the sexual tension between them. And now they're together and we love to see it. Um, my lips have been hella chapped lately. So I went on Amazon and I bought an entire case of medicated chapstick brand. It was $22 for a case of 20 and I was so excited and it, it does, it is great. It's working wonderful. I like to have a chapstick downstairs by my bed in my purse in my office, but this is definitely knockoff. Like the box felt cheap. The packaging feels fake. So I'm putting God knows what on my lips. Um, and I have 20 containers of it. So Hopefully that all works out in the long run. Also, did you see um, on my personal page, I posted about the bum bum cream dupe. I love bum bum cream. And the problem is it's fucking expensive. My sister got me a gift pack of bum bum cream for Christmas. It came with a huge bum bum cream. I always buy like the $20 ones because I'm cheap. Um, she got me a big ass bum bum cream, like the biggest size, a chapstick, a body wash, and a body spray. The chapstick body spray, gone. Hella quick. But I've been spreading the actual bum bum cream out. Like, make it last forever. I only use a little bit. And the body um, the body wash, I can only use certain body wash on certain parts of my body because my skin's sensitive to body wash. So I still have a lot of that left. But the body lotion... I use it very sparingly. Lately, I have noticed that Brett has been using it. We were laying on the couch one night and I was like, why do you smell so good? Why do you smell like bum bum cream? He has not only been using it on his arms, but on his face and his head. You know what fucking pisses me off? The fact that men can put creamy ass, fragranced ass body lotion on their face, but I can't even put most face products on my face because of the risk of a breakout. But he is putting thick ass bum bum cream. Anyways, if you've never smelled bum bum cream, I encourage you to try it because you're never going to smell lotion like that again in your life. It is unreal. So I recently got my stepmom some for her birthday. I always draw a blank with my dad and my stepmom on just what to get them because they buy, they buy each other gifts all the time and they buy each other what they want. So 
I was at the mall scouring for things to buy her. And I was like, you know what? I should buy her bum bum cream because it smells so good. She would love it. So I got her a big one and then I got her a roll on perfume, which I didn't even know existed. I wanted to buy one for myself, too, of the lotion and the roll on. But I didn't because, again, um, yeah, I'm cheap. (laughs) I'm eventually going to buy some for myself, but I wasn't completely out yet. And also Brett monitors my spending every time I go to the mall. He's like, ah, 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 ah. What is this? What did you buy? So um, I wake up on Sunday morning and I have like 28 text messages in my group with Summer and Caitlin. And I think it was Caitlin that originally put the TikTok video of this girl testing out this lotion that's from Trader Joe's. And she's saying that it's an exact dupe to bum bum cream. So Caitlin said that she's on her way to Trader Joe's. Summer said that she's on her way to Trader Joe's. And I didn't think I was going to be able to go just because Brett and I went out on Saturday night. I was a little bit hungover and I just wasn't sure if a trip to Trader Joe's was in the works. So I woke up. I went to Noah's Bagels. I went to the pet food store. I went to Starbucks. I came home and then I was telling Brett about this bum bum cream dupe. And he was like, go right now. And when you have the green light to go to Trader Joe's, you fucking get in the car and you go to Trader Joe's. So I drove to Trader Joe's. And it's funny because in the video that Caitlin showed me, And also in the picture that she took inside the Trader Joe's that she was at in Georgia or no, maybe she was in South Carolina where she lives. She was in one of those states. I don't know if she was which one she was in, but it was on full blow blown display. Like, you know, when they showcase like chips and they're huge, like stacked in the front of the store, what was like that? So I was expecting to go into the East Sac Trader Joe's and see that. But I'm looking all around and I don't see it. So I go down like the personal care aisle and I see it and it's just like. There's like 10 little bottle or like cases of it, not cases. They're, it's in a circle bigger than bum bum cream. I see 10 containers of it, 10 or so, maybe 10 to 15, just sitting on a shelf, not on display, not pushed to the front, nothing like that. So I couldn't open it because there was a seal on it and I just bought three and I bought a bunch of other shit. I spent $100 and <laughs> I get home and I open it up and you guys, I'll be damned if it is not a, I would, I would say 95% similarity I don't know if that's how people rate things. Probably not because it doesn't feel or sound right. It is it is 9.5. Simil- no, it is so close to bum bum cream. The consistency is the same. The smell is the same when you're sniffing it in the jar. I will say that when it transfers to your skin, it does smell a little fruitier. But it's only $5.99. More in the container than bum bum cream. And it is almost an exact replica. And I'm going to tell you. Bum Bum Cream, I use it for the smell. I don't use it for how moisturizing it is because my skin is really dry. And if I put it on the morning, my skin will be cracking by midday. I always use this lotion that Magenta makes me. Um, She sets intentions under a full moon, bottles it up with essential oils. It is the most moisturizing lotion I've ever used in my life. So I really just use Bum Bum. I normally put the, the lotion that Magenta makes on my skin first, and then I top it with Bum Bum Cream. And that will keep me nice and sealed. Sealed hot throughout the day this lotion from Trader Joe's is keeping me more moisturized than the bum bum cream so at first when I posted my reviews I just posted the smell and you know the consistency but now that I've been using it for a couple days my skin feels great like it's not overly creamy it is not like doesn't leave like a disgusting residue I'm telling you guys run don't walk to Trader Joe's to get this shit I'll post a picture of what the Chuck podcast so that you can see but I'm also crazy I'm also worried that people are going to start like you know, mass buying this shit because I'm already seeing it going for more on eBay. Um, Caitlin or Summer, one of them posted a picture of mass sales on eBay of this lotion, which I'm pretty sure is called like Tropical Nut, Bum Nut, Butternut. Let me see. Let me pull up what it's called. because the, the name is very similar too. like how they're getting away with it. 
I wonder if something's going to come of this. I mean, you can't. You can't sue something for being like similar in scent, right? Brazilian nut body butter. You guys have to try it. I'm telling you, it is so good. So yeah, Brett and I went out downtown this weekend. First of all, my friend Sierra was staying downtown. And so I went out with her on Friday night. We met up and got some drinks. And then we went to Cosba because we were both craving it. If you've never been to Cosba, go there, get the Cos burger, get a falafel platter, get some hummus, get some tzatziki, get a Moroccan lemonade, get everything because everything on that menu is absolutely fire. And I was telling her the next night that Brett and I were planning on going to get some drinks downtown. And so she was also going to be downtown again. I was like, we should all three meet up. So we made plans to do that. And on Saturday, we went downtown. Brett and I did. We started at Republic. Brett wanted to go to Republic first. It's not that I didn't want to go there. It's just that these days I've talked to you guys. I need a craft cocktail. I can't just go to a regular bar because there's nothing there that I want to drink. I don't want to drink a beer. I don't want to drink a vodka soda. I want to taste something. I want to drink something that I enjoy. So great. Chuck is about to walk across my entire life in my computer. Hi, Muffin. What are you doing? He's so cute. Your eye is juicy. Come here. Come here. Oh, I feel so bad for him. Oh, great. I have hand sanitizer on my... Come here. He doesn't like it. Now he knows that I'm going to touch his eye because I've been all up in it the past couple days, just like rubbing it, getting ointment in it. Anyways, we go to Republic. No one is there. They're shutting down a so- one side of Republic. They're actually like putting a wall up and it's going to be two separate venue- venues. So where the arcade games are, that's going to be a totally separate venue. And we got a little details on that. We were talking to the owner and I had my little vodka sodas. I did the botanical vodka just to spice it up a little bit, but it still wasn't good. It wasn't what I wanted. So I had two drinks there. Brett had like five beers in the course of like 30 minutes when we were there and my whole thing was I wanted to go places to get craft cocktails so I was like please can we go to Darling Aviary I've been dying to go there so we go we wait in a line to get in and then they tell us there's an hour and a half wait to get on the rooftop and it was kind of confusing like the host there was not no one there's friendly like they ain't about that customer service life I'll tell you that right now so he's like okay it's an hour and a half wait did you want to put yourself on the waiting list And I was like yeah I was like but does that mean we can hang out in here and get a drink he's like yeah so he put took my phone number down and we go in and we go to get a drink so we're standing at the bar and I don't see a menu I don't see anything I look on the website don't see anything and so the bartender comes over and I already feel like I'm about to ask a stupid question and I can just tell that they are annoyed times 10 in this place so I was like hi I'm not seeing a menu and he was like oh right here so there's actually barcodes like in on the countertops like engraved into the outer the countertops that you can scan and then the drink menu pulls up uh, pulls up so it was starting to get busy and I didn't want him to move on from us so I was like I saw a cat I saw him pouring drinks in a cat cup so I just said I'll take whatever's in the cat cup obviously. And then Brett gets a beer. So he gives us the drinks. We go over to the table. I take a drink. It is a fucking whiskey sour. And let me tell you, vodka sodas all day over a whiskey sour. It was, oh, I actually have a picture of the moment that I took a sip. I'll put it up at What the Chuck podcast. It is V flattering. It actually ended up, I stirred it up a little bit. It was like a Japanese whiskey. It actually ended up being better than I was initially thinking. I still wouldn't order it again. And I got a couple other drinks from there. Brett was not impressed. Um, this, like I said, the service was bad. And of course, right when we're wrapping up our drinks to leave, they text us and tell us that the, our table's available on the rooftop. But at this point, I'm like, well, we're not eating. We've already had, like, there's not that many craft 
cocktails on the menu. So we just left, which was annoying. And I don't, Brett said that he's never going back, but I think he would just wanted to move on in the heat of the moment. And he's willing to say anything in the moment to get everyone to move on. He was like, I'm never coming back here. I was like, okay. So Brett wanted to go to Malt Mash. So we went across to Malt Mash where again, I can't get a craft cocktail. And I've always been the girl when I go to the bar, I'm like, I'm easy. Vodka soda. You know, bartenders appreciate, appreciate that shit. We go into Malt and Mash. It's a bartender that I don't know. Brett orders a beer and Sierra and I are like, um, I don't suppose you can make us a pina colada, right? No, we didn't really say that. But I was just like, I don't really, I don't really know. I was being that bitch that was like, hmm, do you have any champagne back there? He was so annoyed with me. So I finally just ordered a vodka soda. So all night I'm basically just pounding drinks because we keep going to bars. And the whole point, I mean, it's Vegas flashbacks. Brett, hi, I want a craft cocktail. Okay, let me take you to carpeted bars that have nothing but vodka and beer. Perfect. And you know, you guys know I love Republic. That is like my home bar. I just was in the mood for a craft cocktail and I got three the entire night. So um, I need to know where the best craft cocktails are in Sacramento. And I need to plan a tour to craft cocktail, whether that's going out with my girlfriends or what. But I ain't doing it anymore with these basic bars just drinking vodka sodas because I can't. It physically pains my body to chug down a vodka. I don't know how I ever liked it. I was actually talking to someone about, did I ever like it? Or was I just doing it to get drunk for the convenience of just, there's no way I ever liked that. It doesn't taste good. Who likes that? I don't know. Okay. Um, Sierra and I also were reminiscing about all of our old fun times back in the day before we had our old ball and chains. And we were talking about the first time that we ever went to SantaCon. I don't know if I've told you guys this story, but Sierra and I went to SantaCon for the first time in San Francisco. I don't know. This had to be like seven years ago now. I remember we got there super late because her and I were just the worst back then. And we woke up late and got a late start, yada, yada, yada. So we got there and the streets were packed and we were so excited to go out for SantaCon, but we had to be in Oakland for a G-Eazy concert. So we put on regular clothes, went to the G-Eazy show, came back at night, put on our Santa stuff. And by that time, the pub crawl, like the daytime pub crawl was pretty much over. So it was just nighttime function and everyone was pretty shit faced. So we had to play catch up. Which, boy, did we play catch up. I actually have a nine minute long Snapchat video that won't load like it would probably take forever to download from the cloud. But I do have it saved on my phone and it's my Snapchat story from that night. It's nine minutes long and I refuse to delete it because it's gold, even though I haven't watched it in years. I just remember that it's gold. So this night, for some reason, we were both single when we went, but we were meeting so many people were coming up to us because we had these erect hats. These like soup. They stood up super tall. I'll put a picture of it at What the Chuck podcast so that you can see. Actually, let me make a note of that so I I don't forget. Erect, erect Santa hat pick. Some of you have probably already seen it before, but we got it from Target. And these were back in the days when like my trunk was just full of shit. So um, and I knew and I knew my dad would always be mad at me if he like had to do maintenance on my car and I'd open up the trunk and he'd be like, God damn it. Why is there so much shit back here? So I would if I knew my dad was going to look at my trunk, I would go to a dumpster somewhere and just throw everything away that was in my trunk. And I threw that Santa hat away and Sierra still has it. And every time we go to Santa Con, everyone's like, your fucking hat's tight. And I'm so mad because I can't find it anywhere. And I threw it away and they're, they haven't been able to find it at Target ever since. So anyways, everyone coming up to us this night because we have these erect Santa hats. So we had just got done watching Blackfish, which at the time we learned that like there's like a part where they talk about like they get they get the whale sperm basically like to breed or whatever. 
I don't I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen the movie. But everyone that came up to us that night, we got to talking to them. They bought us a drink. They asked us what we did for a living. I think we just Sierra and I are those type of friends where we don't need a man. We just thrive off of each other. Like we are just great friends. We don't need like, you know, some friends you go out and they're the group of friends are just boy crazy. Like they want to meet guys. That's the goal of the night. Sierra and I were not like that when we're together. So I just think we didn't we wanted free drinks, but we didn't want to be bothered by anyone's presence. So every time a guy asked us what we did for a living, we said that we jacked off whales official title on the resume. Literally, we said we jacked off whales. And I'm pretty sure we even made up a process because one person said um, asked like what the process was. But I'll never forget the end of the night. There actually was a good looking guy that came up to me and he was talking to us and um, he just bought us drinks. And I we got into what we did for a living. All three of us, we were all sitting at the table and he asked us what we did. And so we told him he stood up and walked out of the bar, never to be seen again. So Sierra and I were talking about this weekend, just how ridiculous that is, but how funny it was and how I would like to give that storyline a shot. I don't know, in the coming years when I go out downtown, the coming years. <laughs> no pun intended. Oh, goodness. Yeah, it was a fun weekend, though. It was nice to just get out of the house. It's weird, though, because I have this strange doing things outside of the house anxiety, like getting in a cab, just leaving the house for an extended period of time really honestly just makes me nervous. And I don't know why I can't pinpoint what causes it. Maybe it's just because we've been so sheltered. I don't know. Um, Brett and I went on a walk last week. I, I te- before I did the Peloton, I tested out putting a shoe on and we went for a little walk just around the neighborhood and we were waiting to cross the street and this car had stopped and I was like, is she waiting for us? So we crossed the street with Benny and she rolled down her window. She was like, excuse me. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, so do you know what house I live in? And I had actually seen her from when I had gone on walks before, but I, I don't, I mean, I don't know what house she lived at. And I was like, no, I'm not sure. And she was like, okay. She was like, well, I just lost my dog yesterday. He, he passed and, um, I put all of his old dog bed beds out on the front lawn and or on the front porch and feel free, help yourself to any of them. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And she started bawling her eyes out. And I'm like, I can't handle this. It's too sad. She's like, I just, I wasn't expecting to get emotional. She's like, I appreciate it. She's like, just go ahead and take any of the dog beds that you want. And so she drives away and we go off and Brett's like, you're not really going to take God knows what's in them. And I'm like, I mean, well wash it like it's not that big of a deal like they they were nice dog beds so I ended up taking one of them would you have done the same Brett thought that it was so weird that I was walking up to her house and grabbing one but she told me to I would almost feel more disrespectful or rude not taking one of the dog beds like I don't know I took one and Benny's been um laying on it during the day when we're working in the office I felt so bad for her though and I could have sworn that when I walked by before she had multiple dogs but obviously not because she had a stack of dog beds that she was giving away Ugh, I just felt so bad for her another person that I feel bad for Britney Spears man I haven't even had time to listen excuse me to the entire recording um from the court hearing or the phone call or whatever it was. She wasn't in person, right? It was done over the phone. No, it can't have been because it was in either way. I haven't listened to all of it, but I've read the interviews and I've gotten the Cliff Notes versions. And I just cannot believe like listening to that recording. I can't wait for the tell all someday because there's such a disconnect. Like how does she did she seem so sound during this testimony? But then her social media and her videos are just on another planet. Is it because she's literally being drugged? And anytime she's being recorded, she's on drugs like lithium and whatever else they're putting in her body. I just don't understand what's happening behind the scenes. And I don't understand 
how we aren't able to get a full scope like from our boyfriend or I don't I don't know. All of it's just so crazy. And now everyone coming out like Jamie Lynn. Oh, OK. Her statement was shitty. She should have ran that by a publicist because she kept said she kept saying either way doesn't benefit me. Well, yeah, it, that's a shitty thing to say, because either way, whether she stays in the conservatorship or not, if she stays in the conservatorship, she's not happy. So either way, yeah, it doesn't benefit. That's like just like a fucking stupid thing to say. Kevin Fenderline's statement. Fenderline. I have a hard time saying his last name. Fenderline. Kevin Federline, his statement that he released through his lawyer was actually pretty good, saying that he just wants, you know, her health for the sake of their kids. Um, she did file uh, officially for the conservatorship to be over. And I just wonder how long it's going to take for her to recover after that. Like, what's going to happen? Did I talk about this 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 last week? Had this already happened when I recorded my podcast? I don't think so. I just wonder what's going to happen. Like, let's say the conservatorship ends. What happens? Does she go off with her boyfriend and like spend a month getting off her meds and getting them full? Like, how does it work? What happens? Where do we go from here? And what do you think's going to happen? I mean, it's so highly publicized now. I the judge has to take everything she said into consideration and it has to sway that way. Right. The thing that I hope is. I hope that people give her space because after she gets out from under this conservatorship, I hope people don't like bombard her. I hope the paparazzi gives her room to breathe. I hope that she's not constantly being followed for the sake of her mental health, because if anything, she needs time to recover and to recoup from the trauma of the past God knows how many years. We interrupt this program because I had to just go outstairs and give Benny, go outside, I mean, and give Benny a bath in the backyard because Brett came home and said that he's filthy because he was letting him dig at the dog park. So then I had to go out there and bathe him because Brett was trying to spray his head. If I can't hand what part of you can't get his head wet. Do you not understand? This is why I have to micromanage everything that happens in this household because it doesn't get done right. I have to supervise everything. I swear to God, if I, I was just like, give me the hose and go get a towel. And so I had to carefully do his body and then Brett was like you need to do his face I'm like you we can't Brett remember when I called you from the vet and said I'm gonna spend over 140 or 60 dollars or whatever it was to get this medication in Benny's ear can you refrain from getting his head wet it does include baths not just pool water is water no matter what can't not get wet capiche so now Brenny Benny is miserable in the backyard because we just gave him a bath or I just gave him a bath and I hit my thumb on something. So now that's killing. I don't even remember what I was talking about. Britney Spears. I can't wait to see what comes of it. I know I've said this before, but I just can't wait for the tell all eventually just to like get a look behind like on her terms, obviously, like I hope she writes a book or something. I just hope that she fully comes back to the person that she was and she, she leaves the shell of the person that they've made her turned her in, turned her into behind because it's not healthy. It's just so scary that this can happen to someone um so powerful so imagine who it's happening to that's not this powerful you know really makes you think brett um bought this milk or this milk this ice cream a few weeks ago i was he knew that i was craving ice cream so he brought home a pint of ice cream and i looked at it and it was made with cashew milk so i was boycotting it i put it at the very bottom of the freezer never to be looked at again but on sunday we ordered Indian food and our order was completely fucked up. So I didn't enjoy it. Didn't really eat that much of it. So I was like, I want some ice cream, but I didn't want to leave the house. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to try this cashew milk ice cream. You guys, the best ice cream I've ever had in my life. The most flavor. It is so 
I think my comparison to like healthy ice cream are those ones that came out the in in enlightened or whatever who sent me a bunch of free shit to leave a review. And at first I thought it was okay for healthy ice cream. But now that I just don't like to eat shit like that, it's fucking foul. So I just assumed that anything made with anything other than dairy was going to taste foul. So opened it up the most amazing ice cream I've ever had in my life like I don't think I'll ever buy a Ben and Jerry's ever again in fact I've always wanted to try the dairy free but now I'm even more inclined to do so because of just how rich and creamy this cashew milk ice cream was I'm gonna post a picture of a what the chuck podcast so that you can indulge and enjoy it yourself I'm telling you 10 10 recommend also this weekend we're doing like barbecue for fourth of july does anyone have a good macaroni salad recipe it's funny i was talking to my sister-in-law about this because she said she would attempt to make a macaroni salad which is my favorite thing on the face of the planet but there's two types of macaroni salads they're the ones that's like there's the one that's more sweet which is the one that i like and then the one that's more mayo-y that has like red onion and celery in it and that's not my jam so maybe if we could find one that's happy medium so that we can appeal to all macaroni salad lovers across the land that would be great if you have a family recipe or a good recipe that you've tried, swing it my way because I desperately want to have some macaroni salad this weekend, some hamburgers, some hot dogs. You guys, I'm so excited for the 4th of July weekend. Unsure if we're lighting off fireworks. Everyone's been asking me how Benny's been doing. He's actually been fine. I feel like the fireworks have not phased him at all, but I don't want to, I don't want to get too crazy. Like I don't want to really want to light fireworks out in front. I know my, my brother and Sister-in-law's dog gets really scared of fireworks and I'm pretty sure she's going to be over here. So mm, I don't really care that much about lighting my money on fire. It really doesn't do anything for me. I'm just excited about all the other 4th of July festivities. I can't wait to try the fun and flouncy. I'll definitely keep you guys posted on that. Um, there's a new dating show that I saw that's coming to Netflix and it is called, uh, 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 I forget what it's called. I'll have to look it up and it's like scare, scary creatures, f- funky, funky flouncers. No, basically they dress to they dress people up in these weird costumes like they make them look like monsters, demons, animals. And then you go out on a date and you see if you actually like the person for what's on the inside instead of what's on the outside. And it is right up my alley. I mean, there's a lot of reality shows where you're supposed to figure out if you fall in love with the personality. Like, what was the one show with uh, Jessica who kept telling everyone that she was 30 or whatever? That was very similar. This is the same. You get to talk to them face to face, but you have no idea what they look like. I'm so excited to watch it. Also, the new Love Island UK just started, and I'm curious if it's going to be on Hulu after it airs, because it only airs in England. So are they going to air it on Hulu after it airs in England, or are we just going to get the full season after the full season's aired? Because I really, really want to watch it. We've been watching Too Hot to Handle season two. The first half of the season was already released, and I think the rest of the season gets released on June 30th. And at first, I didn't like any of them. And I feel like that happens a lot when I start a new show, especially reality TV show when there's been multiple seasons. I'm like, ew, I don't like any of these people. I like the people on the last season more. But then, of course, just like anything, they warm up. You warm up to them. You see their personalities, you start to like them, and then you're like, oh, I do like these people. So at first, I was not into Too Hot to Handle season two, but now I'm like addicted, and I can't wait till tomorrow when more episodes drop. I feel like something else is getting ready to come on TV that I'm really excited about. Oh, Fuckboy Island on HBO Max. No word on when that starts, but one of the producers that used to be involved in The Bachelor is involved in this show, so 1010 recommend getting super excited about that show as well. Um, but let's just talk about The Bachelorette last night really quick. There's a point that I wanted to make about Michael, who we love. Um, Michael's the one whose wife passed away after she battled cancer, and they have a son together, and he was the, the, was the only person that he had ever been with, and um, he shared a story on last week's episode. I 
meant to bring this up and I don't think that I did. I didn't listen to last week's episode. Spoiler alert. Full disclosure. I just feel like it's got to be so weird to be with someone for so long and then to go on The Bachelor. Like weird to date in general, but super weird to put yourself in this situation. And every time he's on camera, for some reason, I just shoot right to his hand. Like I I just I just imagine him with a ring on and just like imagine what his life used to be like. And I just think it's so interesting that he decided to put himself in the situation. And I wonder if he would have had it been anyone else or if he just did it because of Katie because I really do feel like he's like a genuine guy who wouldn't just apply for the bachelorette to just be on a show you know what I'm saying especially take time away from his son anyways Katie sent home two of the favorite fucking guys that I love on last night's episode Christian the guy from um, Boston was one of them and then I don't know the other guy's name but I love him she sent home two people that I freaking love on last night's episode and she kept some people that I was really shocked at Hunter oh my god I don't like him he looks like a little gremlin troll I don't understand what she sees in him and it appears by next week's episode that he's going to turn into the villain so I hope that means that he goes home soon also I feel like it's so funny that they teased Blake being the person that was there to surprise her when we literally all knew about this from like day one like there was no there was it was no surprise that it was Blake we all saw the previews um we read the news reports bro was like I didn't know I'm like yeah well you don't count anyone that cares about bachelor nation knew that it was Blake so did we really need to go to the commercial break before she found out that it was him also Morgan who I've had on this podcast before she did a video um I'll put it up at what the chuck podcast where she uh basically uh there was a an editing snafu or a miss what did she call it um let me just write this I'm, I'm drawing a blank because I'm trying to write down things that I want to post on what the Chuck because some weeks when I go to do that I forget what I said I was going to post and then it's just pictures of Chuck and Benny and that's not what you want to see um she basically said that they made a mistake with editing because the the outfit that she's wearing to meet up with Blake is the same outfit that she wore on a group date from last week's episode it's the same right white sweater same jeans same boots so you'll have to watch the video that I'll put the what the Chuck podcast and be the judge but I just don't really understand the timeline based on that it appears that Blake was in the house a lot sooner sooner than they're making us believe. Um, and then another thing I do, everyone's praising Katie. Oh, she's a bad bitch. And oh, everything she did to Thomas last night and how she stepped away from him in the fake out. I do love Katie and I don't want to say anything negative about her. I'm actually really careful about that on Twitter when I'm live tweeting. Like last night I was like, man, uh, she looks like she got spray tanned on her hands only. And then I was like, eh, well, I can relate. That's happened to me before. Like I'm not trying to hate on her because I do like the energy that she's putting out and the vibe and the messages. I do like her. But I also feel like she's trying too hard to be Hannah Brown, like to make those statements and to stand up for herself and be the I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T woman that we're all expecting her to be. Like, I feel like she didn't need to do that last night to Thomas. And it it got the... It's like when someone like tells a joke, like they're capping on someone else and everyone's like, oh, 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 and their head's all big because they think they just said like the most amazing thing ever. I feel like that's kind of what America's doing to Katie right now with the Thomas situation. Like, yeah, it was it was shocking, I guess, but I just didn't have the same reaction that everyone else did because in my opinion, she's trying a little bit too hard to be like, you are not going to do this to me because the whole episode, she seemed conflicted about Thomas and all of a sudden she's stepping back and trying to diss him in front of this group of guys. Like, I don't know. 
I just don't buy it. I'm enjoying the season so far. I saw that she tweeted that last night was her favorite episode so far, which makes me feel like that's like some message that has to do with Blake since he appeared on last night's episode. I'm trying not to read too far into that, but I don't want it to be him. First of all, did he get his teeth done? What's different about him? Something about him looks like squeaky clean and different, and I'm not about it. Um, I don't. I don't really have anything against him. I think that he walks really funny. (laughs) He waddles like a duck, but I just don't want it to be him. There are so many good guys there, which compare this to my episode after my first episode recap when I was talking about these guys. I'm pretty sure I hated all of them, but she has a good group of guys there. I feel like there's so many guys that I would rather her be with than Blake. I do agree, though, that people shouldn't be like, hating on him because he's this is the third bachelorette because Claire was not his fault and Tasha. I can't remember their relationship when Tasha was like someone from my past like um did you guys even like kiss ever on the show or what's the deal anyways I do think that him and Katie would look cute together I just don't want that for her so I'm hoping that's not who she ends up with I don't know. The whole thing is just a mess. I can't wait for next week's episode. I've actually really been into this season. I feel like they stepped it up a notch and production has really learned how to navigate in this virtual world or this COVID world. I feel like I don't feel like these are being filmed at resorts with, um, I mean, I guess I don't really remember the old challenges because we've had, what, four seasons now through COVID. So I guess I'm just kind of getting used to it. But um, I don't mind how the season's been shot. I like where they are at and location. I like where they are at. I like the location that they're in. The guys are really growing on me. I do like Katie, even though she wore that same flannel jacket that she. Oh, no, she wore that flannel jacket on the on the date with Greg. And then she wore it on the date on the group date from yesterday, which shocks me because you never see the lead in the same outfit. But I just feel like Katie is outfit challenged which I am too, so I get it. But girl, capitalize on the stylist that I'm sure you have and the plethora of outfit options. Never wear the same thing twice. And if it's not the same thing, but it looks like the same thing, well, that's the same thing. Okay, guys, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for being here. Um, Give me five stars on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. Tell a friend. uh, Like me on Instagram, What the Chuck Podcast. Thanks for being here for episode 57. I'll catch you next week. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.